You're listening to the Inner Voyage Podcast with me, Mike, an American tennis professional, and Madhusudan, a spiritual author from India. From completely different backgrounds, we've come together to talk about a wide range of topics. Madhusudan's spiritual wisdom, combined with my knowledge from my experiences on the tennis tour, will give the listener two completely different perspectives. The Inner Voyage begins now. Well, I'm excited to do this episode on health. It's good to see you again, Medusa Don. Uh, I know we're far away. You're in India. I'm in California. But it's always good to have these discussions. I think this is a big topic for me because I've been on a journey uh, of health for so many years now. Because when I started playing tennis, my health was suffering. I had a lot of problems with my stomach and my gut. Um, I had a lot of inflammation issues. My joints were terrible. I actually went to the doctor and they did an MRI on my hips and they said, you know, you're bone on bone, you have arthritis. And I was only 22 years old and they wanted to do surgery. And so then that set me on um, just a journey of trying to figure out holistically how to turn my health around and how to be healthy enough to actually take the court and win matches on the tour when I'm playing against guys that are almost superhuman. So then I just took a deep dive into nutrition, into, you know, spiritual health and and see how the mind relates to the body, how that can turn around um, into stretching, into, you know, detoxification, into getting my gut optimized. And, you know, it was a slow boat to China. (laughs) You know, it took a long time, but I feel like I've, you know, got my health figured out now. And there's so many pieces to the puzzle But one thing that I've definitely figured out over the years is that the body has an amazing, innate, powerful ability to heal itself when the right conditions are present, when there's balance, when there's lower stress. And I know you probably feel the same way, Medusadon, but what are your general views on health? Well, uh, when we talk about health, it is divided into uh, your mental, physical and emotional health. And I feel all the three of them are certainly very important as uh, you know, the body is the vehicle for the soul to express itself in this three-dimensional reality. And if uh, it is healthy in terms of the mind, uh, the body and the emotions, then I certainly feel the soul will be content uh, and healthy in, by itself as well. Also, you can't talk about health without uh, mentioning the eight limbs of yoga for the benefit and the fulfillment of the mind, body and spirit. Uh, So the first one here is Yama. That means the ethical uh, disciplines. Um, Second is your Niyama. That is self-observation. Third is your Asana. That are the postures or yogic uh, practices. Fourth is your Pranayam. That is your breath control. The fifth one is Pratyahara. That means the withdrawal of the five senses. Uh, The sixth one is dharna, that is uh, concentration. And the seventh one is meditation, that is uh, dhyan. And the eighth one uh, being the ultimate uh, state of joy and peace, that is samadhi. So basically these eight limbs of yoga are extremely essential for the health and well-being of the mind, body and spirit. And uh, definitely a very essential and crucial part of yoga uh, that we must uh, practice in our day-to-day life. So I don't know, Mike, if anyone has asked you this before, 
But I would really like to know that, uh, you know, we as humans, we hate to uh, fail or say be defeated in any argument, you know, be it with our friends or family, be it in in person, you know, when no one's watching us, we always want to win, we always want to survive because that challenges our existence and threat. Uh, but you, uh, as I see, like, you know, you play matches and uh, sometimes obviously we lose. But uh, at those times, you know, when the world is watching you, when all cameras are facing you and, and how do you take that defeat? You know, how does it impact your mental, emotional and physical health? You know, I would like to know that from you. I would say I've taken losses on tour more hard than most people because I would say I'm kind of an insane competitor. I uh, really want it bad. And I put everything I have into winning some of these matches. And when they don't go your way, and when you come out with an an L, you know, sometimes you're rethinking what you could have done different or you're placing blame on yourself. The ones that hurt the most are when you're playing for your country or when you're playing, say, tournaments that don't happen that often, like a Grand Slam. You know, you want to try to do well at the majors, and that's where most people are watching. That's where the matches are televised on TV. And if you don't perform well on the biggest stage, then you have to wait until the next year. And that's, um, that hurts. And so those stay with you. And to have a healthy perspective on all this is, is key. You know, you have to remember it's not the end of the world. It's just a sport. And there's a lot bigger things. So... Um, I think I've learned over my career to handle these uh, matches better. It's taken a lot of experience, um, but knowing that sometimes it's out of your control, sometimes your opponent plays a little bit better, sometimes it's not your day. So sometimes you have to surrender to the fact that you can't have everything your, your way and all you can do is do your best. If you prepare well, you try hard, then you can sleep at night knowing that you did everything in your power. Mm, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, gives a lot of mental peace that way. So I would like to pull the question a little bit further. So health is very important for you, uh, especially in your career. So can you guide us on how to maintain a healthy body and w- what is your routine like and stuff? Sleep is very important for, for health. Uh, you can't neglect a good night of sleep. I think over time this really adds up and you can be really stressed if you're low on sleep. You know, I just had a baby and I've been losing some hours and I can feel like my stress levels are increasing, but I usually try to go to bed at the same time every night. So I'm in a good rhythm. Um, I don't stay up too late. So I'll go to bed around 10 and then I'm very particular with my sleep environment. I don't like a lot of artificial light coming in the room. I like a certain temperature. I've just found doing the right sleep hygiene actually helps my sleep scores. So I'll try not to eat for three hours before I go to sleep because that really increases my deep sleep, which is the reparative um, process that happens when you're out cold. And then you want REM sleep too, because that's how you reform memories and you consolidate information from the day before. So REM sleep and deep sleep are, are big for human health. So I take my sleep very seriously. So sleep comes first. Yeah, definitely. I am with you on that. But how about your diet? When it comes to diet, I feel that everyone is so different. 
everyone's microbiome is uh, very different. And I know Medusa, you're a vegan. And for me, I eat meat. I do well when I eat good grass-fed organic meats. I feel that is just a great protein source for me to build muscle. And I, uh, I function well on that. I try to go actually lower carb. So I've been cycling a ketogenic diet where I'll go you know, really low on refined carbs and sugars and um, that type of macronutrient. So I'll add more fats and I'll do that once in a while just to bring the insulin response down. And I feel that lowers inflammation. And so that works for me. It might not work for you, but um, diet is something you have to experiment with. If you see that you react to certain foods and your body might be telling you something, take note. Um, I like to track my sleep so I can see actually how well I've slept that night after a dinner. So if I had something that didn't agree with me, I could see my sleep scores are down. So I'm always tracking and trying to uh, manage how I'm, I'm feeling after what I've eaten. Yes, absolutely. Diet is a very personalized and a specific thing. Uh, I personally feel that, you know, the diet should comprise of all the seven colors as uh, they represent the seven chakras of our body. And uh, each food that we eat heals that uh, particular uh, chakra. And that's how we develop. Diet is primarily very essential for your um, brain, heart and gut. Uh, so could you elaborate on the gut bit also? Yes, yeah, something you can do right away to help your gut is to eat fermented foods. I think fermented foods are great for the gut because they have that beneficial bacteria and you need different strains of beneficial bacteria. So you want a wide variety. Um, you want a very diverse microbiome. So if you can add those types of foods, um, those fermented food sources like kefir, sauerkraut, kimchi, that will help greatly. And then you can also add bone broth to your diet. And I do that. I try to do a cup of bone broth every day because it has you know the glycine which is kind of a collagen protein that can go into the gut and patch up some of the, the damage from um, some of these bad foods and these uh, bad medicines hmm that's great so what are your views on fasting from a health perspective how it relates to physical emotional spiritual health and i know i've done it a few times in the past and i felt great but uh what do you think on this topic sure so it is uh, rightly said that, you know, hunger is the first element of self-discipline. And if you can control what you eat and drink, you can control everything else. And uh, religious philosophies across the globe, be it Christianity, be it Hinduism, be it Islam, or any other religion for that matter, can't stress enough on the benefits of fasting. You know, they have made it as a ritualistic practice because they were aware of the intense benefit that it carries, uh, you know, with it. So, you know, having just a 48 to 72 hour fast has immense benefits. Like uh, when I personally do it and I uh, get my uh, aura and chakra uh, screening done with the machines, I can see an enhancement in my chakras from uh, from three to four joules, and which is great because uh, it's like, uh, that, that means there is something going inside. And, uh, you know, there is, uh, higher heightened vision you know uh, your contemplation is deep uh, there is more time for introspection and uh, stuff like that so you come out with a completely different realization after fasting 
needless to say you know that it is a beautiful detox for the entire body so if we break it down into parts then uh, obviously on the physical level there is a, a lot of cellular cleansing you know there is an increase in the natural growth of uh, hormones and uh, you know the entire immune system uh, regenerates by itself and uh, when you move to the mental aspect you know there is increase in alertness there is uh, sustained attention that it it enhances your memory and learning so you know uh, it it is very beneficial in that aspect as well and then obviously when you move to the emotional aspect you know you uh, it uh, because of that self awareness that contemplation it exposes a lot of emotional blockages that you might have just neglected you know uh, it uh, basically gets control over your stress eating your anxiety issues you know it helps you allow uh, the in the release of old uh, lingering emotions and getting into the root cause of problems then obviously when we move to the spiritual aspect uh, there is a hidden in aura there's hidden in vision uh, it allows you to access intuition and uh, you know there is a lot of mindfulness and uh, stuff like that and uh, personally what i fe- i experience is that uh, when the brain goes into this fasting there is also a release of uh, dmt in your brain uh, which uh, you know uh, leads to those uh, getting into altered states of reality and uh, it's it's a wonderful experience if you uh, sail through it and there is a definitely a g- deep learning that comes out of it Yeah, I feel like fasting has a lot of benefits and I've been experimenting with fasting while I've been away from the tennis tour during the this pandemic and when I've done a 24-hour fast or a 48-hour fast, I felt tremendous benefits from a mental clarity standpoint to inflammation in my body going away. I've noticed my sleep actually gets a lot better. So I think when you're not using that energy to have to digest food, your body can go into cleanup mode. And another way to do this daily is you can do an intermittent fast. An intermittent fast is great because it shortens your feeding window. So you're only eating for about 6 to 8 hours during the day, so that gives your body a lot of time to have no food in its system and to um do what it needs to do to to help make you healthy and do the healing. So I eat dinner around 7 p.m. and then I don't eat my next meal until afternoon. So I skip breakfast. I'll maybe just have a coffee or um, something to drink in the morning, and that doesn't break the fast. So I try to do this daily, and it's just a great way to keep the autophagy going, which is the cellular cleanup on a daily basis. Ah, oh, that's great. Uh, anything else about health, Mike? The last thing I want to add on on health is. that i think in this modern world we have to figure out ways to detox some of the the chemicals we're getting from the environment some of the pollution i know there's pesticides in some of these foods so we're constantly being bombarded by this outside um toxic world even the lotions we put on our skin have things in it that are that are harmful so these can accumulate in the human body so i like to once in a while do a a nice sweat session in a sauna and i feel that that sweat brings out some of these toxins and also being very cognizant of what you put on your skin because i think the skin soaks up everything that touches it <laughs> you know it's pretty much a sponge and so just being careful about using creams that might have uh chemicals if you look on the back of a product and it has a long list 
of words you can't pronounce, usually that's not going to be that safe. So being careful with that. And then lastly, I think Wi-Fi and, and Bluetooth and these 5G networks can be um, harmful. So just limiting your load. If you can turn off your Wi-Fi at night while you're sleeping, if you can ha- not have a phone next to your head that's on during the night, just trying to distance yourself from some of these signals because I uh, have a feeling that we don't know all the information on, on this yet. Yeah, I've always wondered that. So just having that in the back of your mind and seeing what you can do to uh, lighten the load from toxins from the outside world and um, signals that aren't natural and harmonious to the human body. Yeah, Mike, it was fun talking about uh, health and uh, we need to know how to strike a balance between the emotional, mental and physical health as uh, all three are of prime importance when we talk about health. You know, these days uh, people are primarily focused on the wealth aspect and how, you know, even the health can uh, somewhere in cash uh, wealth but i feel uh, it is uh, we should give primary focus to our health and well-being and you know rest is secondary because the health is where the real life lies and uh, the other aspects are just the accessories to life so yeah i mean taking care of this vehicle that we have got on this planet for the soul to experience life uh, needs maintenance needs oiling and i'm sure uh, you know after this podcast people will pay attention to that as well so thanks see you next time with our new episode